Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. If you want, I'm just going to read two verses in two separate books. And the first one is in Genesis 50, 20. And then the second one's going to be Romans 8, 28. Most of us can quote that. Genesis 50 and 20. It says, but as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Amen. That was the words of Joseph. And then over in Romans 8 and 28. It says, for we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are, who are the called according to his purpose. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful again, God, for this opportunity, Lord, to be in the house of God today. We pray, Heavenly Father, this morning that we need you, God, we need your anointing. We need your help, Lord. There's so much in this story today, God, that there's no way that I could remember everything, God, that took place. So we pray, God, for your help, that those things that you would have us to preach on today, Lord, will be the highlights, God, and the thoughts that you would want us to get out today. We appreciate, Lord, your love and mercy for us. How you called us out, Lord, of this world and put us into a new family, a family of God, Lord. And one of these days when it's all over with, Lord, in this life, so shall we ever be with the Lord for eternity. And we're looking for that day, God. But in the meantime, Lord, we're still here. And we're still going through the battles, Lord, and the trials of this life. So we pray, God, today we look at the life of Joseph. Lord, may we learn something today. <clears throat> For surely, Lord, he was just flesh and blood like we are today, Lord. No different, God. So help us, we pray. May each heart be attentive, Lord, to your word today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Joseph was the first son of Rachel, which was barren. Rachel could not have any kids. She couldn't have any children. And she prayed, and she prayed, and she prayed. And I don't want to get into the other story, but you remember Jacob loved Rachel. He was in love and set. His heart was set on her. And he wanted to marry her. But 
her father, I forget his name now, Levin, Levin or whatever his name was, can't remember, don't, it don't matter. He gave him Leah instead. But as time went on, Rachel becomes pregnant and bears a son, and his name is Joseph. And then later on, she bears another son, and his name is Benjamin, which becomes one of the 12 tribes of Israel. <clears throat> but Jacob, uh, Joseph was born of Jacob in his old age. And Jacob loved him more than any of his other sons, <clears throat> of his brothers. <clears throat> and his brothers were very jealous of him. Jacob made Joseph a coat of many collars. Remember that story? Because he seen something in Joseph uh, more than he did in any of his other sons. And he all, and made also he was the son, I said that, of Rachel, whom Joseph loved. Now I don't know if that was the connection, one of the connections was that <clears throat> He was the first child of Rachel, and he had a close connection to Joseph. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, and you think about this, I thought about this too and read it. You know, you would think of, of Jacob and Esau. You remember Isaac loved Esau more than he did Jacob. Huh? There was favoritisms, I'm telling you, in the Bible in these families. They favored uh, uh, some of their children over others. And you would have think that he would have learned something from it, uh, but he didn't. He loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. And there was, at this time, uh, Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin wasn't, he could have been born. I, I don't know, I never really looked into it. But anyway, here's the story. His brothers were so jealous of him, huh? Uh, because they they seen that that Jacob loved Joseph more than they more than he did them, and uh, Joseph uh, uh, had these dreams. He was a dreamer, and he dreamed dreams, and the dreams that he had. Uh, they were, he had this dream, and he told his brothers this, these dreams. And he said that, he said, we were out in the field, huh? And, and, and the crops were out there, and I don't know if it was corn or wheat or whatever it was. And he said, and my stock grew up high above yours, and your stocks were down here low, huh? Just a little bit above the ground. And your, sto and your stocks and your grain was bowing down to me. Huh? And another one was, he had a dream of the sun and the moon and 11 stars. Huh? And he said, and, and in his interpretation of these dreams, huh? He said it, that, uh, and, and Jacob got mad at because he told his dad to dream too. Huh? And Jacob said, do you, you think, huh? with your dream that you will have your mother and me bow down to you and all your brothers? 
Huh? It upset Jacob. Huh? But his scripture said he got to thinking about it. He got to looking into it. So there were some thoughts there. So anyway, let me get moving here on this story. So what had happened was he, he told them his brothers their dream that they would bow down to him one of these days. And they hated his guts. Huh? And Jacob sent Joseph out into the fields one day. Huh? And all of his uh, brothers, or ten brothers, was out there working in the fields. Huh? And this is a Bible story. I'm trying to tell you a Bible story this morning. Huh? And I want to get it out if I can. Lord, help me. And he said, go see how your brothers are doing in the fields. Whether it's well with them, huh? Whether it's good with them and how they're faring along. And it sounded like that when they went out in the fields, they were out there for days taking care of the crops, taking care of the cattle and all this stuff. And it said there that, that uh, Jake, or, uh, Joseph, here he come. <laughs> huh? Come walking up to his brothers and his brothers seen him at a long distance away. And they said, here comes that dreamer. Huh? Let's kill him and do away with him. You see the hatred they had for Joseph? Huh? And Reuben, the older brother, said, no. Don't kill him. Huh? And they said, let's just throw him in a pit. Huh? And Reuben interceded and said, we don't want to kill him. Uh, basically, because his blood will be on our hands. So they threw him in the pit. <laughs> they stripped him of his coat of many collars. Took it off. He had it on. <laughs> See, he had that coat on, huh? That Jacob had made for him. And that made him hate him. And now he, and he interpreted dreams, huh? And they hated his dreams. And here he comes with that coat. <laughs> and they stripped it off of him. And threw him down in the pit. Huh? What the pit was, I don't know. They threw him down in that pit. Huh? And they had their lunch. They had their dinner. They were sitting there eating their lunch. Huh? Evidently they was close to a road. Because they looked up and they seen some Ishmaelites coming with balm and, and myrrh and merchandise that were headed to Egypt. Huh? It was on their way to Egypt to sell their goods. Huh? And anyway, uh, I, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was Simon or Judah, I think it was Judah. One of the boys said, let's tell you what, let's do. Let's sell him to the Ishmaelites. Huh? Let's sell him to the killing. Let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and make money off of him. Huh? That's what their intentions was. <laughs> but some Mennonites came by and found Joseph in the pit. Drawn him out of the pit and sold him and gave him to, traded it to the Ishmaelites for him. And the Ishmaelites took him down into Egypt and sold him as a slave. At 17 years old. And his brothers. Huh? 
Reuben, the oldest one, he had some feelings for him. Huh? He was the oldest of brother and he was felt responsible. And he went and checked on Joseph in the pit. And Joseph was gone. He wasn't there. And he ran back to his brothers and told them the word. He said, Joseph is not. He's gone. Huh? He's not in the pit. Huh? What are we going to do? Huh? What are we, how are we going to explain this to our father, Jacob? And they got together with a plan. Huh? And they went out into the cattle, killed a kid. They took that coat of many colors and ripped it up. Took the blood from that goat and spread it all over that coat. And they took it back to Jacob. They said, our brother has been eaten by wild beasts. Huh? And Joseph, or Jacob heard the news. And he seen that coat of many colors, huh? That was all tore up and had the blood all over it. And it said that Joseph wept. He believed his sons, my friend. And he said, my Joseph is gone and dead. I'll go down into my grave grieving over him. Huh? What other choice did he have? It looked like death. His brothers knew what was going on. God help me to get through this without crying. This story just, all these stories just touched my heart. So he sold into Egyptian bondage and Potiphar buys him. Here he is. He's just a young kid. Huh? 17 years old. Listen. And I know they didn't have graduations back in, but, but, huh? Never graduated yet from high school. Huh? All of his dreams and, and all of his hopes huh? and everything that, that Joseph had, his plans for the future were wiped out. And he sold into slavery. And Potiphar bought him. And Potiphar huh, worked under Pharaoh. And, and Potiphar was an important man. Huh? And Potiphar took him into his house. Potiphar was the ruler over all the guards. All the guards, all the policemen, and all the things that were in protective services. He was ahead of them. He was an important guy. Huh? And then it said, huh? I don't know how much time it had lapsed, huh? And uh, Potiphar's huh, house, huh, began to be blessed. Everything that, that Potiphar had, it multiplied, huh, for the sake of Joseph. God was, listen, God was upon Joseph. And he blessed him. Huh? He blessed him in Potiphar's house. And the blessings overflowed huh? into Potiphar's well-being. Yeah. Huh? And he told Joseph, huh? he said, here it is. Everything that I have is yours. Huh? And it's in the scripture. He said that whatever I got, huh? 
moving on him huh and here comes the devil here comes the devil through Potiphar's wife huh you see I want to tell you something and I'm going to tell this to the girls huh listen at a young age I want to tell you for sure in your Christian life you're going to have battles you're going to have situations that come up but stay true to God. He'll help you through them. I'll tell you, your friends huh, and those people that you might have confidence in cannot help you like God can. Huh? He's the only one that'll stay with you through all the peer pressure and the things of life that you face as a young age that you are. God will give you strength. Our parents has been there. I've been there. Huh? Your mom and dad's been there. They know what it's like. And I want to tell you something about that. God knows what it's like. Huh? If you're his child, he's looking at you now. And he's looking at you in the future. And here comes Potiphar's wife. Huh? She cast her eyes upon Joseph. I tell you, Joseph was a handsome man. He was a strong man. He was one of them buck men. Huh? How do you know that, preacher? Huh? Because I believe he was. Huh? And it said in there, huh, as Joseph, I don't know how long he worked there with for Potiphar, huh? But it said every day, huh, she wanted him. She wanted him, huh? She wanted him to lie with her, huh? And be with her. And, he, and she vexed his soul basically daily, huh? And I want to tell you something. That's just how the devil works, too. We heard the testimonies this morning, huh? That, that the situations that we get into life and, and things happen, listen, that happen to us, that's not even our fault. Huh? But they happen to us. Huh? But God is in it. And God will help us. The devil's going to use all that you said, Terry, all that he can to destroy the Christian. Huh? He hated Je Joseph more than his brothers hated him. Huh? I don't know how much the devil knew, but I believe he knew that Joseph huh, was God's man, was God's son, and he had a purpose for him. Huh? God did, and he was going to destroy the purpose out of his life. Huh? She come on there, and they said he was in there doing his business in the house, huh? and, and it said that... that uh, uh, he, for some reason, all the other men were gone, and he was in there alone. Huh? And she come in there, huh? All, all buffed up, huh? Smelled so good, huh? And she come in there, 
and she grabbed him, huh? This time she was really aggressive, huh? Before the other times, she just asked and told Joseph how she felt. But this time, they were alone, and the temptation, my friends, was powerful, huh? And she could not resist it, huh? And she grabbed Joseph and said, lie with me. And what did he do? <laughs> he fled, my friend. That's an example for you and I today. When the temptations come, huh? and they're so powerful and so strong, my friend, flee from temptation. Yes. That's exactly what Joseph did. He fled from that. Huh? I believe, huh? Joseph, listen. <laughs> he was a decent, moral man, huh? He loved God, and he was not going to let anything get in between his relationship and God. Huh? He could have had any woman he wanted. Huh? Pharaoh had the harems and had the most beautiful women huh, in the world. And Joseph was up in that area. He could have had what he wanted. Huh? But he wanted God. Huh? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all things shall be added unto you. Amen. And when he took off her, his garment was in her hands. She knew that she was not going to get him. Huh? There's no way. Huh? No way. He's not going to have nothing to do with her. Near that garment's in her hand. It's hanging there. Huh? I'll get him. I'll get him. And she screams, huh? For the guards to come. Huh? And they come in. Knowing something's wrong, hearing her screams and her voice. What happened? Joseph tried to rape me. Huh? That was some lies she told. They got back to Potiphar. Potiphar believed his wife. Potiphar was mad. He didn't have Joseph killed. He threw him into prison. Huh? Threw him in prison. So now listen. <laughs> he, he's been sold as a slave. Huh? That he had nothing to do with. And no power over. Now he's thrown into a prison. Huh? Over something that he didn't do. And he's innocent. You know. We don't know what's coming in life and what's going to happen. They throw him in there. I try to get through this as quick as I can. They throw him in the prison. And it said, God was with him. jailer that was the head over all the prisoners huh? found favor in Joseph's sight. Joseph found favor in his sight. And he made him head <laughs> over all the prisoners. Mm -hmm. 
Yancey, he didn't have the freedom to go out. He couldn't go down the street this way or down the street that way or go up that way because he was confined to the prison house. But God blessed him, huh? And made him in charge, huh? In that prison. I don't know how long he was in there then. And then here come the, the, uh, <clears throat> what was it? I can't, I'm trying to think of the, Gosh, Mark, what is going on? Hang on just a minute. I know one of them was a baker. Can't think of what the other one was. He was, he's the one that, he was in Pharaoh's cabinet. Find that if you can. Gosh, I had it. But anyways, what had happened, Pharaoh got mad at him and threw the baker in prison. And he threw the, uh, uh, this guy, hang on just a minute, I'll find it here. Hang on just a second. I can't, for some reason, it's just. He was a keeper of something. The butler. I'm sorry. The butler. The butler and the baker. All right. Huh? Potiphar got mad at him and threw him in prison. Huh? And then while they was in prison, they both had a dream the same night. The butler dreamed a dream. And, and the baker dreamed a dream. And they were troubled the next morning. And Joseph seen it on their faces. And he said, what's wrong with you? What's the matter? And he said, we dream dreams. And we need somebody to interpret them. Huh? And Joseph interpreted their dreams. And he told the butler, he said, you're going to live. You're going to find favor again with Pharaoh. And you'll be back, huh? Being his cupbearer, huh? And serving him. But the baker, you're gone. <laughs> you're not going to make it. Huh? And they came to pass. Huh? The dreams came to pass and it came to reality. Huh? And then, and then, Pharaoh dreams two dreams. <laughs> I hope I'm not boring you this morning with these stories. But he dreams two dreams. Huh? This is two years later. Joseph told the butler, he said, when you go to Pharaoh, this dream's going to happen, it's coming to pass. When you go to Pharaoh, tell him about me. Remind him of me. And the butler said, I will. But the butler never said a thing about Joseph. Huh? Two years has passed, huh? And he is in there with Pharaoh, and Pharaoh has his dreams, huh? Listen to me. And he dreams these dreams. And he's troubled. There's two dreams. Huh? He dreams of the cattle, the healthy cattle, and the wheat cattle. He dreams of the corn stalk that was good and had seven ears. And he dreamed of another corn stalk that had seven ears but was puny. And he got all his magicians together to interpret the dreams. And they couldn't interpret it. Huh? 
And the butler said, hey, <laughs> I remember this guy when I was in prison interpreted my dream. Huh? He interpreted my dream. I'm sure that he could do it for you, Pharaoh. And he went down to the prison house <laughs> and pulled Joseph out of the prison house. Huh? And Pharaoh looked at him. They had to clean him up and everything, you know. That's royalty. Huh? Joseph had to get on clean garments and clean himself up. Huh? But he's standing there in front of Pharaoh, the highest, powerfulest man in the world. Huh? And he's sitting there. And he looks on Joseph. He said, can you interpret these dreams? And Joseph says, am I God? <laughs> he said, am I God? But I'll tell you your dreams. And he interpreted the dreams to him. And he told him, and this is the whole kick of the story huh, from here on out. Huh? He told him, he said, there's going to be seven years of plenty. Huh? You're going to, Egypt is going to have crops, huh? That, and everything is going to be blessed, huh? And they'll have abundance above many things, huh? But after that, there's going to be seven years of famine. Huh? There's coming a drought. And I'm going to tell you, food, food is going to be so scarce. Huh? People won't have any opportunity to gather food and eat. You don't eat, you die. That's just as simple as it is. Huh? And then he told him this. He said, God has established it. And it's going to come to pass. And no man can change. Hallelujah. Bro, praise God. I'm glad the Lord established the stage. And no man can change it. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for the salvation that it set. My friend. And if we want to go to heaven with Jesus and be with him. Right. We can do it. Right. He said it through his blood. Amen. He told him, he said, it's going to happen because God said it was. He's already said it. And he said, I want to give you some advice, Pharaoh. <laughs> I want to give you some advice. And here he is, just come out of the prison house, a Hebrew. Huh? I want to give you some advice. Huh? Pharaoh, the highest man in the world, you better hire you a man. Huh? You better hire you someone that can oversee what's going to take place. Huh? You better be ready. You better store things up, huh? And have everything set, huh? In your good years, because the bad years are coming. Huh? And Pharaoh's servants, huh? They were all there, you know, they was all in that round cabinet, huh? And uh, when Joseph was saying all this stuff and interpreted dreams, huh? And they agreed with Joseph. And Pharaoh said, where can we find such a man? Huh? Where can we find a man other than this man? This man that has the spirit of God in him. Listen to me. Listen. Joseph has been sold in a slave. He's been in prison, my friend. But it hasn't changed his faith in God. 
God is in him. And the heathen king seen it. Huh? He had another spirit about him. <laughs> Woo! Just like Caleb had. He had another spirit. A spirit that's not from the world. And he made Joseph king. Or he made not king. He made Joseph governor over all of Egypt. Huh? You know what he told Joseph? Huh? He said, Joseph, he said, I'm giving you everything. You're in charge of all of Egypt. You're in charge of all this, these crops and, the, and the, fa the famine that's coming and the plenty that's coming. You're in charge of all of it. He said, there's only one thing that you won't have, huh? That you don't have no power over. And he said, that's the throne. <laughs> I'm on the throne. I'm Pharaoh. I have all the power. But everything else is under your control. In other words, he ran the nation. Huh? He could have told Potiphar anything and everything that he wanted to do. And Potiphar would have said yes. He would have just been a puppet. It was all handed over to Joseph. Huh? And Joseph, my friend, was handed over to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And they had the good years. They had those good years. And they stored up the crop. They stored up the crop. They had so much of it. Because you see, this was just not in the land of Egypt. This was a worldwide famine. You know what a famine is? That means a definition of it is a shortage of food or no food. Huh? And they stored it up. They put it in bins. They put it in whatever they put it in. Huh? Because they knew that they was going to have to take care of the other nations. The other nations would be coming huh, to them to survive. Then the phantom came. Here it came. Huh? It's a Bible story. Not much preaching. A Bible story. <clears throat> And it said here that Joseph heard, not Joseph, I'm sorry, Jacob heard there, were corn in, there was corn in Egypt. <laughs> There's corn in Egypt. See how God's working this thing out? There's corn in Egypt. huh? And I'm going to send my ten sons down to Egypt. Huh? To buy corn. We don't get any corn. We don't get any food. We're all going to die. All of our little ones, huh? All of our families will be gone. So they sent him, he sent his sons down to Egypt. The same boys that threw Joseph in the pit. And they come down. Egypt and Joseph's in charge of it all and they come up to Joseph not knowing who he is they had no idea it was Joseph and they bowed down huh bowed down to their knees to Joseph huh 
and told them who they was. That we're, we're, uh, we have a father huh, named Jacob and he has 12 sons. <laughs> Listen to me. He has 12 sons. Huh? And the youngest one is home with his brother. Huh? And the other one is not. Was not. <laughs> Joseph, listen, was the was not. <laughs> they, they figured he was dead and gone. Huh? And he fell down. They fell down on their knees and told, give Joseph a report. And Joseph. The Bible said that Joseph remembered his dreams. He remembered his dreams that he had. And here they was now in reality. Huh? He disguised himself and they didn't know. They just thought he was an Egyptian. He was dressed like an Egyptian. They just thought he was an Egyptian. One of Pharaoh's powerful men. Huh? But he remembered the dream. He knew who they was. He knew it was his brother. And he called, he said, you guys are spies. You didn't come down here to get corn. You didn't come down here to get food. You're spies, huh? Joseph knew they wasn't spies, but he accused them of spies. Huh? And there's a lot of happens in, in the next few verses and the next chapters. Huh? But he says, huh? You go and bring your youngest brother to me. <laughs> Benjamin, huh? Because he told him it was Benjamin. Huh? He said, you bring your younger brother to me, huh? and that'll prove that you're not spies. And they got together, you know, as soon as he said that, it shocked them. Huh? Wait a minute. They said, God is punishing our sins huh, that we've done to Joseph. Huh? Our sins has found us out, and God's punishing us right now. Because Benjamin is home with Jacob, his younger son, huh? his youngest son who he loves. Huh? And if we tell Jacob that this man of Pharaoh's wants Benjamin there, it'll kill our father. It'll break his heart. Because he don't want it what happened to Joseph happened to Benjamin. And the scripture said huh, that Joseph heard all this. Huh? He heard his brother say that. And the Bible said that he took, he turned aside. I don't know if he turned his head around or what. He turned aside. And he wept. <laughs> he bawled like a baby. <laughs> he cried, huh? Knowing, huh? That was his brother's. And knowing what had happened and what had taken place. So they worked it out. Quite a few chapters long. He went and got Benjamin. And showed him to Joseph. And now all 11 of them was there. From Reuben the oldest down to Benjamin. And he made a feast. They still don't know who Joseph is yet. He made a feast. He told his servants to make a feast. 
bring my brothers in. And that's what he did. They prepared a feast and they come into that room. <laughs> and Joseph had them set up from the oldest birth date down to the youngest. Reuben was here at the front, and Benjamin was back here at the table. They all sat right across from Joseph, and they thought that was strange. Huh? They knew something was different. Huh? Because he made them sit in their birth order. <laughs> and they talked for a little while. His servants were in the room. I don't know what they talked about. They had some conversations. He asked about his father. I know they asked. He asked them about their father, which they didn't know that it was Joseph. How he was doing. Then he said, he told the servants, get out. I want some time alone with these men. I want to be alone with them. In his head, Joseph revealed himself to them. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother. Hi. I am Joseph, your brother, who you threw in the pit. Huh? He said, he said, don't be alarmed. Don't be upset. Or don't count yourself guilty for what you've done for me. Basically, you're forgiven. Because, see, you intended it for evil, but God intended it for good. And it said Joseph stood up in front of his brothers and he wept and he cried. Then he went to his brothers huh, and hugged them. Huh? And, and I'm sure he told them that he loved them and he understood. Why would Joseph do that? Because God lived inside of him. I want to tell you something, my friend. There's been Christians, my friend, that were good Christians and loved the Lord. Huh? But circumstances happened to them in their life. Somebody mistreated them and done them wrong or done their family wrong, my friend. And they can't forgive them. Huh? They have too much, they have too much hatred. Huh? But Joseph had God in his heart. Huh? That's why he could forgive his brothers. Huh? What did Jesus say? He said, if you can't forgive men their trespasses and their sins against you, I'm not going to forgive you of your sins. <laughs> now, how simple is that? Right. Huh? Listen, I'll tell you why that is. Huh? Because God knows if we have an unforgiving heart, it will eat our spiritual life to death. Right. Right. 
Huh? Regardless of what it is, huh? It'll lead us and kill us spiritually. Huh? I just thought of this. That evangelist that was up to Rodney's church, his wife. She's a child of rape. Her mother was raped. Come pregnant for her. She kept the baby. When others said get rid of it, she kept her. <laughs> She's a great saint of God. Amen. Her husband, how they have a church, huh? They pastor a church. I don't know how many revivals he does, but she'll get up there. Huh? Her and her daughters. She's got two daughters. They'll get up in front and they'll sing the songs of victory. Right. Huh? I'm telling you, you'll never make it without any unforgiveness. If you have any unforgiveness in your heart, you're not going to make it. I'll tell you that right now. So anyway, He told him who he was. And then in time, they sent word back to Jacob. <laughs> and Jacob came because the famine was so bad. It was so bad. And the boys, the, the sons or his brothers went back to Jacob, got him and took him back. What a reunion that was. When he seen his father, and his father seen him. Here his son he thought was dead. His brother said, Joseph, Joseph is alive and well. And Pharaoh's made him governor of the nation. <laughs> Jacob had to have been shocked. Huh? I want to tell you something. When we live a godly and Christian life, in the end, <laughs> it's better. Amen. It's more rewarding, huh? Amen. Than the ways of the world. Yes. He said, but as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day. To save much people. Do you realize how many people would have died if Joseph huh, had not come in charge of the land of Egypt? Nations probably would have been wiped out. <laughs> the smaller nations. Huh? Praise God. Now, spiritually. My friend, there's a famine going on today. And I thought about this. There's a famine going on in this nation today and across the world. And it's not a famine of food huh, or material things, but it's a famine of people not getting saved. 
They're not coming to Christ and getting saved. There's a drought, my friend. How do you know that? I can tell it. It's happening today. Huh? If it was not true and it was every people were getting saved, the churches would be full of people. Right. Huh? There's evidence in people's life when they become born again. They'll want to be in the house of God and be in church. But that's what's going on, my friend. There's a famine huh, for lost people that are not getting saved today. Amen. Now I thought about that. Huh? Then I thought about with what Pam read and said. As he, and I thought about that when we, me and Brooke was talking at home, at her home, uh, Saturday morning. I thought about that. Huh? Think about it. I thought about my dad, huh? How he accepted Christ and Christ changed him, huh? And he saved us kids' life, huh? By him being faithful, Christ saved us. But it was through his faithfulness, huh? And it's through my girls' faithfulness to God that my grandchildren believe, huh? You see what it is? Saving many lives. Amen. I want to tell you something. I don't know what God's given me or leading me this way. Last week I preached on hell and the lost and our lost family members and neighbors and everything. Huh? And today we're preaching on the lost again. Huh? But I want to tell you something. The church is the lighthouse for the lost. Right. Amen. Right. We got to get the word out huh? and tell them about Jesus Christ. And his saving grace, whether they want to believe it, whether they want to hear it or not. Right. This is not something that's temporary, but it's eternal. Right. Huh? It'll be life or death for eternity. Amen. Huh? For we know that all things work together for the good. Huh? Not for the bad. Listen. But for the good to them that love God. Yes. That are called according to his purpose. I want to tell you something. I thought about this. Huh? And I won't tell you my personal things that's happened to me in my life. And what I went through. But as I look back now. In an in a innocent heart. In an innocent life. God forgive me of all of my sins. I can see in my Christian life before, where the devil used the evil huh, to destroy me and tear me up huh, and get me to never turn back to God again. Huh? He used those things, my friend, huh, to destroy my life. But praise God, huh, God was in it all. Right. He was in it all as I looked back to it I was telling Brooke, I said, listen, now that I look back, I know God was in it. Huh? And God took me through it, through the divorce, huh? and through many circumstances in my life. I see God was in it. Huh? What for? Huh? To bring many souls to God. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil intended it. For evil, but God intended it for good. 
And in the end, huh, the end result is what God does. And that matters. <laughs> yes. Huh? And I could go over each one of our lives personally. Huh? From what I know about your personal lives, I could go over them and preach on them. Huh? Because you've been through it too. Amen. I guess I could pick on my daughter. What she went through, not being able to have any children, and all that. Huh? The devil used that to destroy her. Look at you. Huh? Look at you, huh? See, he uses everything he can. Right. He don't care what circumstances or what people he uses. Huh? He uses everything he can. Huh? To destroy her faith. But what has happened? <laughs> She's become more spiritual. Her relationship with God is more closer and better than it ever been. Amen. Huh? Yes, sir. Who knows? We never know. God could do whatever He wants to. One of these days, she could have children. Huh? I think of John. I can pick on him because I can outrun him now. But I think about his life and his cancer and all that he's been through. Huh? It's been so hard, honey. It's been so hard, huh, on him physically. And Teresa and facing all this stuff, huh? But his relationship with God is better than it's ever been. Right. Yeah. It's through these things that through the fires of life that strengthened us spiritually right. and our relationship with God. Right. We don't understand it. Why do I have to go through this, Lord. Why am I suffering? Why am I facing these things? We don't know. But God has good intentions yes, in the end. Amen. I'm quitting. I told you I'd quit. I still, I guess I'll just go ahead and testify. I was down with Brooks. I didn't get much sleep. I slept good there for a little while and uh, fell asleep because I could hear myself snoring, believe it or not. <laughs> I fell asleep and I was sleeping good. And uh, then I woke up. I think it was about one, quarter after one. Oh my gosh, I was in pain. I started hurting and suffering. Couldn't sleep. And I just prayed, God, let me just fall asleep and get a little rest. I got a lot to do tomorrow. So anyway, I did. He helped me fall asleep. And I was laying there and I was dreaming, man. You ever get them dreams? You just you know you're sleeping good. And I was dreaming, and and uh, and all of a sudden I was, must have been dreaming that something was crawling up my pants legs. Huh? It was kind of weird. And and the next thing I knew, I woke up and it was. Brooke's little dog, Lil, had jumped up on my legs and wanted to lay down. 
And I kicked her off. I said, get down, Lil. Kicked her off, and she jumped back up there, and I kicked her off again. And after that, I was done. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't get any sleep. But the point I wanted to get at, huh? I didn't feel good. Didn't get much sleep. <clears throat> didn't really have a message. Huh? Here he comes. <laughs> Here comes the devil. Huh? You don't have anything. You don't need to preach. Huh? They're not going to listen to you anyway, basically. Huh? Look at you. Huh? Your health's going down. What's the use of you trying to work for the Lord? Huh? What is, what, you know, all these thoughts are going through my head. Huh? And all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know if it was, I just believe it was God in the bottom of my voice. Be faithful. <laughs> Be faithful, huh? Regardless of your conditions. Be faithful. That's exactly what Joseph did. Regardless of the conditions and the places that he was in, huh? He was faithful to God. Nothing stirred him. Oh, I'm sure emotionally, huh? All these things troubled him. He's human just like me and you. Huh? He wept over it. He hated it. He regretted what he was going through. Huh? But he never lost his faith in God. Amen. Had a thought and just lost it. But anyway, what did the Bible say? It says, He that endureth to the end 